Welcome to the Find Your More podcast, the place for ambitious women on a mission to trade good for great. I'm your host, Cassie Woods, growth coach, social selling leader, and fellow mom with the ambition gene. This show is designed to help you define, pursue, and enjoy what more means to you. Each week, we'll explore the mindset and strategies needed to build a thriving business without sacrificing your health, relationships, and family. From interviews to solo episodes on productivity, self-leadership, business strategy, and mind management, this podcast is the go-to resource for finding your more. Join me as we navigate the highs and lows of pursuing more and discover how to create a fulfilling life on your own terms. What's up? All right. In today's episode, we are going to talk about time. You know that thing that there just never seems to be enough of? The thing that feels like pressure sitting on your chest or that constant running checklist in your mind? The thing that you feel like if I just had more of it, you'd finally be able to relax and breathe or finally be able to get to the bottom of that never ending to-do list. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. It's a four-letter word. We're going to talk about it, so let's dive in. So as a mom of three with businesses, animals, and the desire to operate, and honestly, it's not even a desire at this point. It's an expectation to operate at a high level. Time is something that used to always feel scarce. For as long as I can remember, I have always been that person that is cramming in as much as I possibly can into my day, into my week, into my schedule, photo finishing a lot of things and looking down at the clock and thinking, oh my gosh, where did the day go? And when I had kids, this intensified. It's funny because I'll often look back at my pre-kid life and just have to chuckle, right? Like I felt busy at that time and I really did feel the pressure of not having enough time, but I can't really tell you why. (laughs) I can't tell you what I was doing with all of the time that I had. Uh, I just feel like I didn't have enough. And one thing about motherhood is it really does force you to get creative because the time crunch isn't imaginary anymore. It's not just something that you feel or an idea. It, it genuinely is once you start having kids and your schedule starts to revolve more around them and you just have more responsibilities to, to fit into everything. It's not imaginary. You really do have to be wise with, with the time and the hours in your day if you really want to get stuff done, show up and be productive and effective and also operate with some level of peace. So earlier this year, I was going through a particularly tough season of just like feeling stretched, strained, unable to fit it all in. And on one particular day, I was running late to pick up my youngest daughter from kindergarten. And it seemed like everything was going wrong that day. I had kind of lost track of time. The youngest had overslept during his nap. And then I was just running and rushing out the door and cutting it way too close. Then there was traffic. I couldn't find a parking space. And by the time I got there, I ended up being like five minutes late. And she was the last kindergartner standing there with a teacher with a look of immense disappointment on her face. And I knew at that point that I needed to do something different because what I was doing wasn't working. I was constantly feeling stressed. I was dropping the ball 
And that was the most late that I had been to pick up my kindergartner, but it wasn't the first time that I had been running behind or feeling stressed or just not really showing up with the kind of energy that I wanted to when I was picking them up from school because I was so stressed about time. So my schedule was overrun, my focus was shot, and I was just in this place of really feeling like I was sucking, right? I was a failure. I was failing at all the things. And, you know, we have those moments. We have those times. I know that that's not the truth, but in that season, that's kind of how it felt. So I actually started the process at that time to start to get a formal ADHD diagnosis and found out that I have time blindness, which explains so much of my childhood, of my teen years, my early 20s, of of really just my entire life, and my struggle with time. And I'd been seriously considering medication and felt like if I could just focus better, that that I could do it all, that, that that was going to solve the time problem if I could get my brain to function and I could focus better. And I remember being on a family trip in Arizona this spring and telling my husband how good it felt to not have a million things to do and that my brain was actually working again. I live in the Pacific Northwest, so we you know, hadn't seen the sun for several months at that point with any kind of consistency. And so being in the sunshine, having the vitamin D, not having an overran schedule, I had creativity, I felt really good, I was feeling super productive, and I felt like if I could get my brain to function like that every day, it would just be so much better. So I told him that I was gonna start the process of trying medication when we got home, and he looked at me like I was speaking gibberish. He pulls out his phone, Googles the side effects of the specific medication that I was thinking about trying, and he's like, you really think that that's what you need. Now, I'm not giving medical advice or telling anyone what they should or shouldn't do for their own health. I'm not opposed to medication when necessary. And honestly, I have three healthy kids because of life-saving interventions and procedures with each of them. So I'm not saying anything one way or the other about, you know, Western medicine or using medication or anything of the like. I'm just saying in this situation, I wasn't really doing the things that I knew that I could to manage my time effectively and truly be efficient and productive and all of the things that that really, it yes, the focus was an issue, but a lot of it was the systems and habits that I wasn't using. So it's funny because the thought that I kept having about implementing these habits and systems and things that I could do to help me with my productivity, my energy, even like my mental focus, I kept thinking, well, I don't have time to do X, Y, Z. And so I was looking for that easy button, the thing that was going to fix my focus so that I could just like create supernatural time. And I was grasping at anything that would help me feel less busy because again, I wanted to be productive. I wanted to be punctual and I wanted to feel that peace of getting to the bottom of my to-do list, knowing that I had showed up, done the things that mattered to my family, that mattered in my business, that mattered to myself, and I could close my eyes at night feeling like I did a good job. Sound familiar? right? It's why we buy all the journals. It's why we become addicted to caffeine. And it's why we feel the unrelenting pressure, which honestly, a lot of times is self-imposed at first. And then it ends up being demanded by our life because it's who we've created ourselves to be for everyone else. But we, we expect to do all of that and do it with a smile. And that's where I had found myself. So I was too many years into cramming everything in. I think COVID is really when things started getting wonky for me. I went from having kids in school to homeschooling. At that same time, I doubled my business without creating more space in my schedule. So I took on more 
I dramatically decreased the amount of just blank space, white space that I had in my schedule. And I was expecting myself to really show up in really big ways with no margin for myself, where I used to have time to think, time to relax, time to eat, or time to just work uninterrupted. And I didn't have that anymore. And I expected double the output for myself. And then we ended up having another baby. I exclusively pumped for a year. I lost a parent. And yeah, I would just say uh, it was a lot and my boundaries got blurry. And you have your own version of this. That's what my story looks like. But if you resonate and you are feeling like there is never enough time and you are constantly busy and you are constantly busy and you are constantly cramming everything in and maybe you are living off of stimulants or you are just constantly pushing yourself and sacrificing your health, your sleep, your own peace and well-being to really show up and get everything done, you get it, right? The thing that I personally had to decide is what actually mattered to me because I kept saying that I was too busy but really what I meant was that it wasn't a priority. So slowing down to eat mindfully and truly fuel my body the way that it needed to be fueled for my brain to function properly wasn't a priority. Putting my phone away and getting away from screens and creating white space in my calendar wasn't a priority. There was always more to do. And even if I was so dysregulated that all I could do was doom scroll, I wasn't putting the phone away. Every time I would get that screen time notification every week, you know the one I'm talking about where it tells you how long you've been on your phone for the previous week, I would be filled with guilt and shame for all of the time wasted being unproductive and distracted. Spending one-on-one -on -one time. And honestly, this one hurts with each of my kids so that their love cups were full and everyone got along better wasn't a priority. So pouring into those relationships so that it was more peaceful and I could create more of that white space in my schedule and stay on target and be productive wasn't a priority. Scheduling my work and saying no to everything that wasn't a priority in my business wasn't a priority. I didn't even know how to say yes or no because I lost sight of what was actually moving the needle and just felt like I needed to keep pushing through. So just keep throwing more spaghetti at the wall, keep doing, keep forging ahead because I don't even know at this point, you know, what is necessary, what's unnecessary, what could be delegated. So I just, I just kept going. I just kept staying busy. I just kept working. And, but the moment that I stopped telling myself I was too busy and got honest that the things that I wanted to do but didn't weren't a priority, everything changed. I'm not kidding you. I followed my own advice and I got to work prioritizing my weekly to-dos. I narrowed down my focus, I implemented systems, I asked for help and I held myself accountable to weekly evaluations. So I had kind of this like eye-opening experience that I either, you know, take my focus seriously, take my time seriously, take my schedule seriously, take my boundaries seriously, or I was going to have to completely rearrange, you know, my schedule, my workload, kind of like lower my bandwidth or go on medication and deal with whatever side effects did or didn't come from that. And who knows if it was even going to help or work. And I knew that if I didn't do this first and really just kind of like get serious with myself and pay attention to the things that actually mattered, shift those routines and habits and see what that did. See if that solved the problem. Because when I reverse engineered it, that 
really was not in order. I wasn't implementing the habits. I wasn't carving out that white space. I wasn't doing kind of like those high performance things that I knew I needed to do. And on the backside of it, I just, I just felt overrun and busy and like I didn't have enough time. So the most amazing thing happened with just implementing these systems and asking for help and keeping myself accountable and weekly evaluations, my focus improved. I wasn't running late all the time. And I actually started accomplishing the things that I wanted to do on a weekly basis. My health has truly improved so much in this past six to eight months. And I honestly was not in a bad place before. I was just coasting. It wasn't a priority as much as I was trying to kind of tell myself because it's such a, a value and, a, and part of my identity. I was telling myself that it was a priority, but if I was looking at my actions and I was looking at my habits, you know, they, they, they just didn't really align. And I had to be honest with myself about that. And when I started to shift, it really did change how I felt. And right now I feel better than I probably ever have in my life. Uh, my kids and husband are so much happier. I feel connected to each one of them uniquely, which really matters to me. Like I have, you know, really specific ways that I can pour into each one of my kids and with my husband and our marriage and just paying attention to these things and really being intentional over this past six, eight months has just made such a huge difference. And I actually have the time and space to show up and be present. I'm holding commitments with myself, which that makes a big difference in my own confidence and that spills on over into them. So six, eight months ago when I was kind of struggling with this, I was feeling like a failure. And then that was making me feel less confident and just kind of off, like less present, more in my head, more down, more anxious in my relationships. And it was just kind of this cycle of everyone not feeling fulfilled. And then when people are not feeling fulfilled and like your, their love cups aren't full, it creates more tension. And for me, at least, it makes me feel like I just need to keep spending more time, more time, more time, more time, whether it's with kids arguing or tension with the husband or just miscommunication or whatever. It just it just zaps your time where when everyone's love cup is full, things tend to run smoothly. That's how it is for me, at least. And the really cool thing is my business now feels better than it ever has. I have clarity. I know exactly what things to do and like what moves the needle and what doesn't. I'm honoring my own priorities instead of being at the mercy of everyone else's. And as a leader, it's just so, so important for me to have integrity in that way. And it was all from just being honest with myself. And I know that that sounds like really simplified, but it's true. I hear the same thing from women every week on coaching calls. I don't have time. I'm so busy. I'm so overwhelmed. And I believe you that you very well may have an insane schedule. And I'm not saying that you don't. But if you feel like you don't have enough time, I guarantee you, you are just not clear on your priorities and you're trying to do everything all at once on your own. And here's the reminder. You are a human, not a machine. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to write down the list of things that you want to do but aren't because of time. Then next to them, I want you to write, it's not a priority to me right now. So if that means meal prepping because you want to feel good in your body, have focus, make sure you're fueling yourself with healthy food and it's something that really matters to you and you keep skipping it, it's not a priority. If it's exercise, it's not a priority. If it's getting enough sleep, it's not a priority. If it is dating your spouse, it's not a priority. If it is spending one-on-one -on -one time with your kids, it's not a priority. 
if it is showing up with consistency in your business, it's not a priority. When you write that next to whatever the thing is, it's not a priority for me right now, it makes you look at things differently. Now for some things, it's true, it's not a priority and this is the solution, right? Set it aside, delegate it, or remove it from the list. But for some things, you do need that gut check. And the three things that give and take the most energy from us are our health, mental and physical, our relationships, and our feeling of purpose. And if you are skimping on those areas and wondering why you feel so burned out, that's why. How long is it reasonable, if you really think about it, for you to ignore your health or ignore your relationships or ignore that desire inside of you for more until you totally empty the tank? If you're beyond that point, maybe it's time to prioritize what you can't put off any longer and just go through and make a list of what are the things that you want to do but you aren't doing and then write out, it's just not a priority for me right now. That'll, that'll give you some information that will help you to make some decisions and really start to shift your habits and how you show up. All right. I hope you got value out of today's episode. I hope that you implement what we talked about. And I hope that if this is something you're struggling with three to six months from now, I hope you have a similar experience to what I had. And by getting clear on your priorities and removing some things from your list and doubling down on a few others and implementing some systems and habits, you feel like a brand new woman. All right. I'll talk to you next time. If you got value out of today's episode, I would love to hear from you. If we're not already connected, you can find me on Instagram at the Cassie Woods. I've got that linked in the show notes. If you just want to click on that, give me a follow and send me a message and let me know what your top takeaways were. And also, if you haven't already, if you could take just a few minutes to leave a rating and a written review wherever you listen to your podcast at, I would be so grateful. See you next time.